Hey, everybody out there. This is Travel Nurse Rich, and we have a very, very, very big show today. You are on the podcast Nurse Voice. This podcast right here, lots to talk about. I am actually super excited to talk about all things travel nursing for you guys. And hello, everybody, on this wonderful day with a wonderful podcast. My name is Travel Nurse Rich. I'm here with a very special guest that I will introduce in just a second. This is a podcast that is presented by Nurse Deck, so that's pretty exciting. So glad that you're here. Today's topic is influencer burnout and how to avoid it. We're going to be basically talking about burnout in general but kind of more on the influencer side of things, but it can definitely relate to whatever situation that you feel burned out in today. So we have a great show today, lots to talk about. Something that you guys might not know, there's actually work involved with uh, being an influencer. Surprisingly, (laughs) it's not all glamour and makeup tutorials. Hey, pipe down over there, guest. All right, I have not introduced you yet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) with that being said yeah it's not all glamour makeup tutorials matter of fact uh when i looked up what is an influencer because you guys are probably like what even is an influencer um the people that are explaining are are always putting on makeup so uh yeah that's not me but i am an influencer so another guy or a guy that uh knows significantly more about tiktok than i do and is also uh three and a half times greater follower count uh, than myself, knows a ton about this topic uh, through the TikTok world. His name on TikTok is Strong Promises. Promise, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Hey, there's, your, there's, having there's your intro, man. Yeah, dude, some of the funniest videos. I, I was trying to think of how I should introduce you today, and I was thinking, um, should I say something like, some of the funniest videos on the internet? I mean, that would be true. But then they'd be like, "What? How, how do you have the funniest videos on the internet and you're burnt out? So anyway, we'll get there. We will absolutely get there. All right. So first question on the horizon here. Um, and you know what? And actually, before we get to that, because I don't know if people knew that we've already done a podcast together. Um, yeah, there was a podcast. Yeah, we actually did a podcast that was probably significantly longer than 30 minutes actually i'm I'm guessing it was probably in the hour and 40 minute range so if you guys Mm -hmm. want you can go ahead and skip on back to that if you want a little bit more of a background story but great content we talk about all things influencing um like i said i am travel nurse rich i'm a travel nurse influencer i talk everything travel nursing i'm either promoting it telling you how to do it or giving incredible advice that you don't hear anywhere else Um, in the nursing travel nursing world and strong promises this man is just making all sorts of hilarious nurse related content and he also does some other stuff too and we will um, absolutely be getting into that but first question or wait hold on we go sorry we did the introduction but let's go ahead and if they haven't watched the previous podcast why don't you tell everybody just a little bit about yourself well um so I've created like comedy nursing content here on TikTok. I've been on TikTok since 2019, uh, October 2019, but I haven't really been making nursing videos until seriously until July 2020. And ever since then, I've been trying to be consistent, making funny content for everybody, even a little bit of educational content. So 
Um, if you want to see stuff like that, you know, just follow me at Strong Promises. You yeah, know? perfect. I yeah, no, that that sounds great. I mean, that really sounds that really sounds good. <laughs> With that being said, um, you're a nurse, then, correct? Yes. So let's let's talk about that for a brief second because a lot of our audience is going to be either a nurse or somehow related to the nursing profession. So so let's talk about that. How long have you been a nurse for? So I graduated from nursing school December 2020. Got my first job. Um, started working February of 2021. And um, then I started traveling after a year of experience. And since then, I've been um, just chilling, actually, after my first contract. Um, and I'm about to be in the ca- I'm about to start in the cath lab in two weeks. That's exciting. So you're so basically you're a little baby nurse. And that's okay. You're yeah. absolutely allowed to be, you know, baby nurse, a little new on the horizon, a little green around the ears. I think that's the expression. I'm not really entirely sure. Um, mm-hmm. But but with that said, have you ever experienced as a nurse, have you ever experienced burnout as a nurse? And I know you said you've only been going, but this is a pertinent question for you because now I've been a nurse for about six years now. Um, I've certainly felt burnout. Matter of fact, I felt it within the first two years of being a nurse and uh, i was actually kind of wondering how soon if at all have you felt some sort of burnout from the nursing profession i will say that there i feel like i could be burnt out more i'm gonna be honest i feel like i could i could i have a, a still somewhat in me but i don't i don't feel as though that i should feel like this forever i don't i don't want to feel like the way that i'm feeling right now for any longer than i'm feeling right now you know what i mean yeah, I think I know what you're saying. So, I mean, I agree. It doesn't sound like you've had the full effect of nursing burnout. Um, but with that being said, you have been an influencer longer than you've been a nurse. Have you ever mm-hmm. felt burned out as an influencer? Actually, I have. I've, I didn't realize that it was just burnt out, but I remember talking to my sister. I talked to her almost on the daily. And I, was, I remember telling her, I was like, yeah, I'm not really feeling as motivated to make content as I used to, you know? And around this time, I've noticed that other people that I consume content has also been facing some burnout and they gave tips in their videos like this is what you should do if, you, if you're feeling burnt out and not motivated to like make any videos, like you're not feeling the same pleasure as you did for making videos. And so I have definitely been burnt out, but I feel like I'm... I've, I've gotten over that hurdle, but I know it will come back eventually if I don't take care of myself. And that's why we're having this podcast. Yeah, no, and you're absolutely, and you're absolutely right. Um, the only issue that I'm finding with my show notes right here is that I hired a producer to organize all these things. His name's Jerry. Seems like mm-hmm. a great guy. I actually did not fire him on the last podcast, but he clearly put the <laughs> question, what is burnout? which some would say is a very pertinent question to this discussion. He put it right now, and we've been talking about burnout for, I don't know, five minutes already. So, uh, mm-hmm. Jerry, that's strike one, my friend. Um, you know, well, I, I don't know. But that's what you get when you hire somebody on Craigslist, right? You know? so yeah, you don't um, get the best kind of work. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to go there. I was hoping for, like, really good work. I was just going to kind of say, like, it's like 50-50. You know, it's like flip a coin and sometimes... You get a producer that knows what they're doing, and sometimes you don't. So, yeah, how's that? Um, <laughs> with that being said, 
let's talk about real quick what is burnout um would you like to take this one um burnout is when basically it's, it's a level of exhaustion that uh inhibits the person to uh continue working and creating as they once were goodness this guy gave a dictionary definition of burnout <laughs> how would you define burnout how would you No, that was incredible really? i was just sitting in admiration over here i'm like oh my goodness how would i define burnout no that's absolutely right it's basically when the work that you're doing is causing exhaustion exhaustion is a fantastic word for burnout um so that no that, that's absolutely it but what i really want to talk about is what contributes to burnout in the influencer world so an influencer um as you guys already know at home is somebody who has a following on social media who has some sort of influence over people like usually has some sort of large following um and usually creates content with that being said uh there are some things that contribute to burnout the first one that i want to talk about is when a video absolutely flops or when your content is just not hitting the numbers that you're used to seeing um have you ever had that happen to you promise have you ever had like basically have you ever come off of a situation to where you were like just crushing it with like views and likes and comments and followers and then you basically hit like a month-long uh lull to where you know that just things just aren't how they were how does that how does that contribute to uh nursing burn or not nursing but influencer burnout i i have actually two different scenarios and i think TikTok does that intentionally to creators so it's something i've learned but um for let me let me tell you about my experience this year of 2022 i felt like this year 2022 i've been stagnant uh for for majority of this year where I haven't, I've been in the 180,000, um, I'm very happy to have 180K followers, but I've been in that realm for so long. I would say for far too long, uh, you know, and I've been still making content. I feel like I've been still experimenting, but I haven't seen any growth. And that made me, I feel like that's what kind of led to me losing motivation because I feel like I'm not getting any more views. I feel like I'm not growing as a creator as I have in the past. You know so during, I mean? during these moments, what are, you, what are you using as, say, a growth mechanic that, that that's what you see, that you're like, you know what, this right here is telling me that I'm growing. Is it the amount of followers you're gaining? Um, is it the amount of views hmm. your videos are getting? Because each one of those uh, begs a follow-up question. Okay. So you're asking, like, what metric do I use to determine, like, gauge my Correct. success and yeah. growth? So... I guess the simplest one to say is followers, but I think a bigger thing that I'm looking for is for like how many people are in, like commenting in my videos. I'm looking at comments and I'm looking at shares in my, um, in my analytics a lot. You know, how many people are engaging with my videos instead of just liking, because people can just like and keep on going. But for you to make a comment, you have to actually have to, you know, think about it. You know what I mean? No, I agree. Yeah, so I'm looking how, at how engages your audience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and like, how are the videos getting to us? Like, is it re reaching my goals? Like in view count. So back when I was started and I was a lot smaller, I used to have like a minimum goal where I was like, no matter if my video is super 
bad. Like I want the average of all my videos to get at least 1000 views, you know, because back then I could have a bad video and it still wouldn't get one million, uh, 1000 views. You know what I mean? Yeah. But sure. lately now my new goal is even if I think it's like not the best video, I'm looking for 10,000 views on every video. What kind of a time frame do you have on views like that? Um, within the first six hours, within the first couple of days, within when you think TikTok's killed it? Typically when I think TikTok killed it, because sometimes it doesn't ever get to the 10,000. But back when I was at the 1,000, since I've already gotten past that phase, I was giving it uh, 24 hours to get 1,000 views because I felt like after one day of my video living on TikTok, it doesn't grow much more after that, after one day. I feel like after one day, maybe after two days, it really stops growing unless like the ratio. That's, that's what I use. Yes, my ratio, I, I, I actually consider that a lot. So when I have a video, I want 10% of the views and likes. So if I get a thousand views, I'm looking for a hundred likes in a video. Oh, that's, I've been using that same one for the longest time. The only issue that I'm having is it's not anywhere close sometimes like with some of my videos and even some of the ones that get a significant really? amount of views yeah it, it's um it's a lot of times it's half that it's actually five percent which i don't know if it's just the uh type of uh i don't know if it's the type of content that it is um or not mm -hmm. i mean some of it will get 10 percent likes and or comments and then others just i mean they just won't for whatever reason but yeah it's interesting it's interesting that that sort of things like that really weigh on an influencer uh, and kind of like, mm. you know, bring you down. Cause like what people don't always realize is that there, there are not very many avenues to make a living as an influencer right now. Like there really aren't, yeah. there really are not a ton of avenues. Like you, you basically still have to have a full-time job and some sort of like in my situation, I have a full-time job as a travel nurse. Um, I have a family, I have a wife and I have two young boys at home that I have to spend, you know, regularly spend time with, which I enjoy, obviously. But at the same time, you know, like I, I have to find ways to create content around all of that, um, you know, and basically mm -hmm. they're like, for instance, in order to be, in order to be. Let me let me try to phrase this a better way. Maybe in order to be is not the right word, but. Whatever the case is, in order to do well on TikTok, one of the things that is, that is very well known, and you kind of alluded to it earlier when you were kind of talking about yourself, is that you need to post content regularly, like it, mm. minimal, minimally, at least daily. Some people would say seven, eight, nine times a day. But how do you think the frequency of posting, like how bad do you think that could affect burnout? I think it, I think it could, especially if you're making a video a day. Now, I say posting a day is what I would always recommend, but you don't have to make the video every day. Sometimes I'll batch make videos and I'll make three to five videos at a time, especially if I knew I was going to work, because sometimes I don't want to have to worry about making a TikTok before I go into a 12-hour shift. So I'll make a couple of videos over the weekend, some easy content, some harder content. And I will just like wait until the perfect time and then I'll post it. You know what I mean? That's what yeah, I have like to do. Yeah. I mean, but, grouping um, things together. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, and we'll talk about that here in a little bit for sure. Absolutely.
Um, but TikToks take time. So if you're making them every day, I could imagine it stressing you out, especially if you don't have enough time. More into vlogs than pods? You can also watch these interviews. Check out Nurse Stack on YouTube for video features of these amazing nurses and more content by and for nurses. Just search Nurse Stack on YouTube to find us and get watching. No, I agree. And and that's I would say this is one of the common mistakes that a lot of new people make when it comes to trying to create content. One of the common mistakes that they make is they like to create content daily. And what I mean by that is every single day, like because what they've heard is that in order to grow, you have to post daily. And what they hear mm -hmm. when they hear that is that you need to record a video daily. And recording videos daily is literally the quickest way to get burned out as an influencer because it's like having a seven day a week job. And there yeah. are people that can do that. There are absolutely people that can do that, but it is not advised if you're trying to avoid burnout because at some point in time, especially the way that being an influencer is structured. Uh, and what I mean by that is you guys, like you pick a niche, right? You pick a topic or a group that you center your content around. And for us, it's nursing. For me specifically, it's travel nursing, right? There are only so many topics you can actually touch on in that realm. Now, there are tons of topics. However, it's usually the same topic all the time. And the problem with that is posting once a day the same topic all the time. Super easy recipe to get burned out. It's actually really interesting. Um, one of the early time or one of the days that I was an influencer much earlier on, uh, my recruiter uh, and I were talking and he was really excited that I was an influencer. And I was like, oh, that's cool, man. You know, whatever. But uh, he was like, you know, what are you going to do? Like once you've exhausted like all the tips about travel nursing. And I really like I really thought about that. And I was like, that's a really good question. Because I mean, I was so early on at that point in time. I hadn't touched on everything and I really mm -hmm. had to think like, what, what Avenue am I going to take? Like how creative do I have to get to get past the hump of when I've actually hit on all the topics of travel nursing, you know, like, because the rest of it's either going to be few and far between, or it's just going to like, uh, like basically it's going to create a massive amount of writer's block. Yeah, that's when you're going to have to learn how to level up. And I, I feel that I feel that exactly what you're talking about. For example, I think it might be easier for me because I make comedy skits. But at some point, I learned, I, I think, how can I make a joke that and make it be related to nursing when I feel like I feel as though I've made every joke imaginable at this point? You know what I mean? That's oh, yeah. when you start changing your format on how you're making TikToks. You know, right now you, you you said that you're like speaking to the camera. I think you might go into more skits. I think you might find a different way to talk to people. Like maybe you might have a Dropbox where people will anonymously like message you about like questions that they have or experiences that they have. You might even do like a, a story time where you're telling other people stories about their travel experiences. 
and then that becomes a series for you. So basically what you're saying is whenever you have writer's block, you just basically need to find a way to rise outside of that box. Well, when I heard you say what you said, I didn't consider that as much of writer's block or as much as you've already told everything versus I feel like when I think of writer's block, mm, ain't that the same thing? You know what? That is kind of the same oh, thing. Would, yeah. you look, would you look at that? <laughs> would you look at that? Yeah. Would you look at that? I think I think what I come into writer's block, what I do is I digest other content because I think digesting content helps you come up with content, you know, and it helps you prevent being burnt out because sometimes just making, creating videos burns you out, especially because when you're creating content, you're not, you're not consuming content. You know, you're just giving all your energy away. You need to start taking some energy back. Another thing is I talk to other nurses. Mainly my girlfriend, but I have friends who've been traveling since uh, we've all been <laughs> like, working like at that. the first hospital. Yeah, and you just talk to other nurses, and sometimes they inspire you to make other content. You know what? I, and that's what I do most times. The other times I do is I do try figuring out a different series to tell the same stories that I've already told before, but in different ways. Like I have many jokes where I mention oh a new grad changing the bench settings in the icu you know i have so many tiktoks with that same premise of the joke but it's told in different ways whether it's told from the rt's perspective it's told from um the charge nurse perspective or different ways it's told from the new grad's perspective same way as like uh problems with pharmacy or problems with the lab like i tell the, a lot of the same jokes as a I feel like I find a different way to package that same um, material. Yeah. And so, and that's a thing that a lot of new people who are new to this, just, they just don't understand the amount of content that actually gets recycled. And so when I got up against a wall of, holy, what am I going to do right now? I have basically gone through the entirety of everything like all the basic things of travel nursing now i didn't break it down to like the very basic like you know because you, you have to picture your audience and for my audience it was somebody who was either a uh, midway to end way through nursing school or relatively new nurse or somebody who was just strictly interested in like they were burnt out of travel nursing and they needed to you know they needed to move on uh and do something completely different so i figured that was my audience so I had to, um, you know, repackage the same ideas in different ways. Um, but reality, it's basically just recycled content. It's just in a creative Hi. way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and there have been times that I've actually taught, touched on the same topic in a very similar way multiple times. And that's actually uh, proven to do really well as well because i mean when tiktok kills a video like you, you have to understand that you know that video is not being seen by anybody so re like basically putting that video out there again in a different way is going to let new people see that video 100 percent agree 100 percent agree and i feel like that's why i do so many of maybe the same jokes because i feel like these jokes are more proven than uh, trying to come up with a, a completely different joke but also, I feel as though you can get writer block, especially being a nursing creator, mainly because I feel as though there's not many things you can talk about that's different in the nursing sphere. You know what I mean? I feel like nursing is very, like, there are certain things that you know you shouldn't talk about 
or that if you did talk about, you might get a lot of backlash. So, so let's give some examples because here's the thing. I'm definitely into juicy gossip right now. Let's go. What, (laughs) what, what kind of examples can you think of that are basically taboo to talk about? I think it's kind of taboo to talk about a specific hospital. So it's like, you can talk about a bad experience, but you can't talk about the specific hospital. And I feel like that's taboo because that has your job on the line. Yeah, you, you can't know? talk about that. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel like you can't. Me as a comedian, it's like I I used to feel very uncomfortable playing the patient in any of my TikToks as, as in the skit in any way or form. So there was oh, this time when one of my, my BSN coordinator talked to me and she was telling me about my TikToks and how they could be inappropriate. We, me and her, we sat down and we actually made some roles for each other. And at that moment, I made a rule that I wouldn't ever play a patient as a character, you know, because the joke's got to be more because, about the nurses. I was going to say, is it just because of how it made you feel? Like, what's the what was the reason behind that? Because the general public, if they see it, they may feel some type of way about their nurse talk, making a joke, or if they feel as though that they're the butt of the joke in certain ways, you know, Hmm. like if we talk about, if I make a skit where I'm saying the patient is like always using the call light and that may be cool for us nurses because we're nurses, you know, but how my BSN coordinator, like, Imagine if your mom was in the hospital and you saw her nurse making a video like that. You will feel a little bit, some t- you will feel some type of way because you would want that nurse to be there for your mom. And even if your mom is like using the call light so much, you would want the nurse not to be so annoyed about it, you know? I'll be honest with you. I'm not the biggest, I'm not the biggest advocate for people telling me what, uh, what they think that I would want for my family member in the hospital, because I'm not going to lie to you. My father, uh, before, before he passed, he was in the hospital like a significant amount of time, right? He spent lots of time in the hospital. He was one of the, like loved the man to death. He was one of the most annoying patients. And this was even way before I became a nurse. He was one of the most annoying patients that I would have ever imagined. And the whole time really? I was thinking, oh, my goodness, man, I hope that, you know, I, I feel bad for any nurse that has to take care of this guy because he was either withdrawing from something, right, which mm-hmm. everybody knows the withdrawal patients. It's really difficult to deal with withdrawal patients or he was hallucinating for some reason or another or he was just straight up non-compliant, you know, or he was frequently on the call light, like in his latter years. He was just like he was significantly better as a patient, but he was frequently on the call light, you know, and then as mm-hmm. a nurse, I came in. And I was like, hey, 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 we got it. We got to cut that out. You know, like like these guys, like half the time they can't sit down to pee. We can't constantly call them in here for like a juice box every 30 minutes, you know, and it's it's almost like uh, like I feel like a better understanding would be better because I'm not going to lie to you. If I just picture some ominous cloud of people out there. Right. Who are just like, well, mm-hmm. my mom's in the hospital. This is what I want. I, I always go. Pff. No, no, that is not that is not how it works, because people are individuals, right? They can have a completely different reaction to how you think an ominous cloud of people in a hospital are going to react. <laughs> OK, like this is not at all how it is. So I would have no issues like personally of playing a, a patient in a hospital or anything like that or even criticizing patients in a hospital. 
Um, because as nurses, isn't it, don't you think it's important to kind of be brutally honest to an extent of what the nursing profession is? Mm, you know, I do agree with that. I think it's more about, she was just more worried about the backlash. And at the time I hadn't had uh, secured myself a job and she was wondering if maybe that's the reason why, like if, you know, a job looks up your social media before and they see that you're making nursing content, but then maybe a, you're playing the patient. It might not be the best look versus someone who doesn't have that on their criteria, you know, you know, on their portfolio. Yeah. I mean, that's a fair point. Like if you, if you don't have a job, right. And you're looking for a job. <laughs> yeah. And you know, there's some nosy neighbor out there somewhere that's like, I'm going to look this person up, right? And I mean, you have a pretty unique name, right? Promise. So yes. like, let's just Google. Let's just go see who promises on social media, right? And they go out there and they start watching some of your videos and they're like, oh my God, he played a patient. Remember that one time he played a patient? <laughs> they hit the call light a lot. Oh, he doesn't have any respect for patients. And you're just like, yeah, that's really, that's really not how you should see that. But they're like, oh no, 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 no. No, this is it. This is it for sure. We we need to uh, we need to fire we need to f- hire this guy and fire him immediately. That's, <laughs> hire him just that. to fire him. <laughs> hire him just so we can fire him, so we can let him know it is not okay to ever post anything on social media. Now, I will say to this uh, to the <laughs> To this avenue here, um, there are people that get on social media and they're content creators, and all they do is vent about their day. And now I don't think they have a ton mm-hmm. of followers, but they always show up in my feed for some reason. And I, I sometimes I'm not gonna lie, I sometimes watch them. But the whole time yeah, I'm thinking, that's what why? in the <laughs> yeah, world? No, 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 no! Don't you put that even liking me. them? No, no, there's no likes <laughs> or comments. Matter of fact, I do my best to swipe immediately, but sometimes, you know, like if you're, uh, you know, you put your phone on, you're swiping through things, you know, it accidentally gets no, stuck dude. on one of them and, and you're like, dude, you got to turn around and mess with the kid. And then you hear someone complaining about their day and you're like, dude, what is going on? Well, now TikTok thinks you like the video because you were away from your phone, but TikTok didn't realize that. And so it just keeps yeah. throwing all that on there. I was like, oh my goodness, dude. So here we go. Got to deal with this. But uh with that being said, this topic is is clearly about burnout. I don't know how side how sidetracked we're going to get on this, but uh, either way, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Um, so, wouldn't you say the biggest reason that people get burnt out, whether it's nursing or whether it's influencer related, is because of the workload that somebody takes on and the mental? St- well, I would say a lot of times the mental stress as well, but a lot, but in the influencer world, it's the workload that you take, like the frequency of the work. Would you say that has like a lot to do with it? Yes. A hundred percent. The frequency and the, just the workload that you're taking on every day. You know, and I think for some people, pardon? No, no, go ahead. I, I don't think, and I don't think everybody who's a content creator enjoys making content on the same level, which you know, it's something else that could be against or for certain people in their burnout. For example, I really do enjoy making the TikToks that I make. So I, I almost feel like it's never a bother to make it, except when I'm trying to post a video a day and I'm stressing like, oh, the, the most prime time to post right now for me is like 7.30 and I, it's like 7 o'clock and I still haven't even made the TikTok for today. That's the only time that it gets me stressed. You know, but I feel like some people, like people who are especially new at making TikTok, where maybe they haven't 
cultivated that love for creating content yet. Where it's like content, creating content for them is still just work. You know, it's not fun for them yet. They haven't found a way to have fun with what they're doing. So with that being said, I actually knew a guy whose main issue when it came to being burned out was just working way too much. Right. And it sounds like what you're saying is if you love what you're doing, you're really not going to have that issue. But like, I knew a guy like when he was, and he's actually the reason that I became a travel nurse because he left to be a travel nurse. I'm thinking, wait a minute, if this guy left to be a travel nurse and I knew how much he worked before, which obviously led to burnout, right? I'm like, I know he's not going to do it for less. So I thought, well, maybe this is something I should probably look into. But uh, this guy would, uh, I mean, one time he worked 17 days in a row just because of the overtime that was being offered, like the crisis pay that was being offered. 17 days in a row. Like this, he, yeah, he, I mean, he had his master's degree in nursing and he had lots of debt to pay off is what he said. And so 17 days in a row. And I don't know how you do that and not get burnout. Um, but I'm assuming he clearly did seeing as I mean, like everybody knows, right? That's not the right way to go about not getting burnout. Right? Yeah. Like, like, is that, I mean, like, what are your thoughts on that? Do you, do you really think that it it's would be completely balanced by just increasing the love for what you do? Or do you think that the amount of work just you know it uh it takes out everybody if it's if it's too much work at too much uh or if it's too much too often you know it, right now you're trying to compare a 12-hour shift to making some tiktoks and although to making tiktok is work i wouldn't compare it to a 12-hour shift this, this is what i'm saying know. i I, I I was burnt out on TikToks, but I feel as though it, it, a lot of it has to do with me feeling as though I'm not moving forward. I'm not like I'm not gaining the views that I would want. I'm not getting followers. I noticed I was losing a lot of followers every day, you know, um, for a, a past couple of months, you know. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I so it sounds like, like it's related to the frustration of not being where you feel like you should be. So let's well, talk about. Uh, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I didn't even know. I, I didn't know really had more to that. Go ahead. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, how I'm saying it for me is like, I know I'm gaining a lot because I'm enjoying doing this, but I'm also, if I would, if I still felt like I was moving forward, I don't know if I would have gotten burnt out. You know what I mean? I feel like as though, Oh, I mean, I, I really enjoy making TikToks. I don't think of it as much, I don't think of it as much work for, 90% of the TikToks that I make, 10% of them, yeah, it takes work to put um, a lot of work to to, um, to make some of my TikToks. But for 90% of it, I think it's just fun. It's a game for me, you know? And yeah. I think if I was always moving forward, I don't know if I would have felt burnt out. I'm, I believe, I like to believe that I'm just human like everybody else. So I may have eventually been burnt out, but I don't know if it's because of the workload because I enjoy the work so much. And uh, I saw me reaping benefits from the work that I was putting into versus, I don't know, 17 hours of uh, 17 days of working 12 hour shifts ain't the same. I feel like there's no way for me not to get burnt out working 12. Even if I enjoyed it, it still works, you know, and I'm saying only 10% of my videos and I'm putting in so much work that I feel like I'm tired. But I don't know. 
Yeah, and and that's fair. I mean, that's obviously a fair perspective to have. I don't really see any issues about that. Um, so, all right, here in a second, we're going to take a commercial break real quick. We do have to take a commercial break to pay for this uh, podcast. Uh, with that being said, when we come back, we're actually going to be giving advice on how to deal with burnout. So we kind of talked about burnout a little bit. We tried to kind of diagnose like what maybe causes it. And then we're going to give you some tips and tricks to get rid of it. But first, we have to go to a commercial break. So we will see you in about one minute. Your community of real nurses is waiting for you. Join Nurse Social from Nurse Deck today to connect and network with nurses from all over. Ask questions and share advice. Only verified nurses and nursing students have access to member areas. So new nurses, veterans, mentors, and leaders are here to connect and support one another. Get rewards for participating in your community. Score social points as you engage with fellow nurses and redeem your credit to support a growing list of products and services created by other nurses. Follow topics that interest and affect you as a nurse. Your peers are creating topics and stocking them with an unlimited supply of advice and resources. And you can follow along to help build a better world for nurses everywhere. Head to social.nursestack.com to join in today. We'll see you there. All right, and we are back. Uh, wonderful time from our sponsors. Wonderful time to be alive. Got to pay for this thing, guys. But thank you for sticking with us through this. Uh, we were talking about burnout and we were talking about influencer burnout, kind of trying to diagnose it. Now we're going to move on to how to alleviate burnout and how to keep pushing through or go around or take a break or whatever we decide to do. So with that being said, what would you say, Promise, are like your main remedies for burnout what would you say my my main remedy i think i think working out is a good thing working out and hanging with friends people that you care about that's i mean because that sounds like sounds like hobbies so i agree i completely agree actually working out is great Working out is, I mean, any type mm-hmm. of exercise is fantastic for alleviating burnout. Um, mm-hmm. Hanging out with friends is great. Actually, I made a, I made a TikTok video once about burnout in nursing. Um, and one of the things that I mentioned besides the physical activity is take a break. Like if you, if you really need, you know, if you really feel burnout about something, take a break. And that was one of the, my things about travel nursing, like, the beauty about travel nursing is you can take a break for months. You can take a break for nine months if you wanted to, and then you could take another contract and then you're right back in the game. You know, there are very few professions where you can take a break for nine months and then no questions asked, you know, no questions asked, you can get right back in it. And so I'm always a huge advocate for taking breaks. If obviously you can financially do that. Um, as far as hobbies go, besides working out, I mean, is that how you got the name Strong Promises? Was it like, was it like <laughs> no, a workout I, pun? No, no, it wasn't a workout pun at all. Really, I just wanted to actually my first name before, like on my Instagram, was Oh no, it's gonna be promises. bad. Capped Promises. Oh, that's really not yeah. bad. 
And uh, yeah, it was a good one. Kept promises. And then I made a YouTube channel and I was doing animation. This is when I was teaching myself how to animate, you know? Right. So, right. And, and that was going pretty good. And then one day I wanted to see if I could change my, um, ticked my Instagram name to something else. I just didn't know what to change it to. So I changed it to keeping promises to see if how I liked it. I, I changed it for like a month. And then some guys just stole that name and maybe <laughs> doesn't use that account at all. Like he stole my old name, so I couldn't go back. That's all. You awesome. know, and I was I was so pissed. So then I was like, oh, I got to think of another name. I didn't like using Pinky Promise. That's but I wanted to, it to still be a, a play on where. So I thought of Unbroken Promises. Okay. Forgotten Promises. Strong promises. I didn't. I wasn't in love with strong promises, but I was like, it's the best one out of them. So I was able to change all my social medias instead, except for uh, Snapchat. Because Snapchat, you can't change the name. Um, so I changed everything to strong promises, and I was working with that. But then eventually, um, what you call it? I came up with a better name. And Loki, I've been thinking about changing my brand to that new name. My girlfriend came up with it see calls it no promises and i was like oh I look think out of, uh, uh, no promises just, sounds so much cooler it does sound pretty cool i'm not even gonna lie to you actually that it, not, it, might not be a bad idea but now that you said that i'm definitely gonna steal that name um so you have to buy it off oh, me no. with that with that <laughs> yeah. with that being said um no that's absolutely hilarious right there so i appreciate mm -hmm. that <laughs> um so any any other hobbies that you have? Because here's here's what I'm thinking, right? There are people out there that I have met that actually have no idea how to have a hobby. You know? Have you ever met these people? Yeah. Yes. They, they like eat, sleep, and sit on the couch, you know? Um, and yeah. they're not really sure how to have a hobby. So I figure if we can discuss like the hobbies that we like and maybe the reasons that we like those hobbies besides creating content then maybe it could maybe motivate somebody out there who's like, I really just don't know, you know, what I can do besides eat, sleep, and sit on the couch and work. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Hmm. I think oh, I'll, I've been thinking about this myself, actually. But um, other things that I do for fun is I play video games, you know. Solid I, uh, all the women in the audience just groaned i can hear a collective oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah but <laughs> i like to play video games i like to work out i like to try to build new things not building like physically but like building new skills you know and i feel like we're working out in video games are basically the same thing where you're not consuming something but you're really like growing and building something you're creating a better body or you're building like you're engaging and competing in different skills in in the games that i play you know so my advice for people who are trying to get in advice you might find something it might not be the super fascinating thing that you would want to spend all day doing but i will say find something and just keep on trying at it i think consistency will teach you how to love something and it will teach you how to become motivated to do something because consistency is key in any hobby you agree? I agree. I completely agree. Matter of fact, my uh, hobby, it's I feel like it's the one hobby to rule all the rest of the hobbies just because it's literally oh. the most difficult game out there. Um, but it's not, I mean, it's obviously not for everybody. 
but legit i've been playing golf and i'm not good at it so don't get the wrong idea but, <laughs> but what i <laughs> what i found out and i started this a couple years ago and the problem with starting golf is that like when you first start you're horrible for like a really really long time so like and, and you're so bad you like you don't even want to go to a course and be seen out in public because of how bad that you're that you are and then you realize mm -hmm. it's one of those games that are so difficult that the only way to get better is invest a significant amount of time in right but then when you invest mm. that time you either well you usually find it very enjoyable and then it's a good way to de-stress from things and it's actually something i look forward to now matter of fact i'm pretty sure i ended up golfing four times this last week on my off days so yeah, yeah i know it's insane that was it's absolutely insane and then uh you know if i'm tired of thinking about creating content or if i'm tired of thinking about work uh, then I think about what I can work on in my golf game, you know, and it gives me a whole new avenue. And this could be like anything. It could be golfing. It could be, I don't know, like, you know, crocheting, like whatever people are into nowadays. I really don't know. Like, what are people even into nowadays, you know? Um, but like legit, just pick something that doesn't take five minutes to master. Like pick something that takes time to get really good at. And that's how you yeah. know that you found a hobby that you can actually dedicate some time and energy towards that will that will literally help you with any kind of burnout that you're going through. Yes, that's what I 100% agree. And I like how you said it. There's something that maybe you it's a it's a challenge that you see that the only way you can get better at it is by investing a lot of time into it. Because I think that's how I get all of my hobbies have started whether it's a game that i played and i was like oh i'm not really good at it but i want to get good at it so i could play with my friends or you know uh play with uh at tournaments or whatnot so i had to invest a lot of time into that way or i wanted to look a certain type of way in the gym or lift a certain kind of weight just to get stronger and i know the only way to get there is i needed to invest an insane amount of time into it you know, and I honestly think that's how a lot of hobbies start off. But I think sometimes people are afraid of losing, you know, they're, they're afraid of, uh, you know, seeing that challenge and not being able to overcome it. What do you say about people like that? Like what, we, um, what kind of advice would you give? I mean, my advice is don't, uh, don't start taking trends. That'd be my advice. Um, you know, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> for people that don't know, like, uh, basically just, uh, you know, pass on the steroids in the gym, um, unless, well, I mean, especially if you're a female, if you're a male mm -hmm. and you're taking steroids in the gym, really not the end of the world. I mean, you'll probably have a few side effects, but, uh, as a woman, I mean, if you decide to, you know, put all your energy in that basket, I was, I was watching a really interesting video the other day, um, of this guy going through and evaluating like how often people quit like what whatever their hobby or their passion is it's pretty high especially when it comes to like time in the gym and a lot mm -hmm. of the times the girls suffer the most whenever they start some some sort of steroid cycle and then they quit the uh you know then then they quit uh working out as a hobby like weightlifting as a hobby and then they just end up with all these masculine features that they don't want um so yeah mm -hmm. it's it's interesting it's an interesting thing to think about for sure
But uh, yeah, I mean, with that being said, I mean, there are tons of ways to alleviate burnout. Like realistically, though, if it gets bad enough, just do something else. Like realistically, sometimes things aren't for you. Um, as far as it comes for like influencing, if you're burnt out on the topic that you're doing, pick another topic. Like there, there are so mm. many things to do, right? And what's the worst case yeah. scenario? It doesn't work. Well, that's fine, you know, because at least you're enjoying putting out the content and maybe it does work. Like, I mean, best case scenario, it works. And then you actually get to do what you enjoy doing, putting out content that way. So, I mean, that's probably the best advice I'm going to give. I think a good advice to give people who who want to avoid burnout is to not to make content creating your life. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It, because people who try to put all their eggs in bat in in like one basket to make content creator content creation their sole income, they're stressed because they feel as though like they need to put all the time and energy into making content. And like I mentioned earlier, the time the effort that you could put into a video may not correlate to the kind of um, fruits you will produce. You know what I mean? And realistically. So I would say, and realistically, the amount of time that you have to put into content creation to be successful in the vast majority of cases is it's years. It's years. So it's not mm-hmm. something that's going to happen overnight either. Yeah. So I say you should take it with low stress as possible in the beginning. I know what I did. I took it at very low stress and I only added more time to more time and energy into it as I felt as though that it has earned. You know, I didn't come off the bat doing a video every day. I started pretty early on, but that's because I've already went viral and I was already making videos, already having um, more than a thousand followers at that point. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm at the point where I should invest a video a day, you know, and challenge myself. But now I'm at the point where I am now. I'm like, I put in so much work where I, I can tell myself, I used to record the video on your camera app and then edit the video on a third party app. And then you should post it on, um, on all these other platforms at prime time to get the most views as I can. But I wouldn't tell someone who's just starting off making content to do that because that's a lot of stress and pressure that they are pitting on themselves. And they probably don't feel as though it's worth it at that point in the very beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Basically don't, don't burn yourself out before you even get started. Yeah. Yeah. With that being said, promise, I think that's really all we got for people today on the topic of influencer burnout. Um, I want to say thank mm-hmm. you so much for joining me. Uh, where can people find you? They can find me on Instagram and on TikTok at strong underscore promises. And in my um, description, you can also find um, my link tree and you can find my YouTube channel. Come say oh, hi. Okay. Look out. That's right. Come say hi. And some of his content, some of the best nursing content on the internet. Go check it out. Thank I'm you. Travel Nurse Rich. Yeah, you're absolutely welcome. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. And uh, we will see you in the next one. This has been a Nurse Tech production. This episode was produced and edited by Juan Paolo Toison and Julia Taliesin. Join us on social.nursedeck.com to connect with podcast hosts and guests and experience a truly nurse-centered online community. Thank you for listening.